0: Hey, all you lovely mommies and mamitas. How are you? I hope you're having an awesome Wednesday. So listen, I just want to say, first of all, if this is your first time here, thank you so much for joining us today or joining me today. Um, You know, taking the load off, you know, just coming on here and just having a conversation and you know just unwinding so if you have your little vinito with you you know let's enjoy a little glass of vinito together um, for all of you who are returning I'm so glad that you're here I mean it always 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 is appreciated every time um, you listen when I look back and see that people are listening um, to mommy on a mission podcast it just it just makes me so excited it makes me so happy. And, uh, you know, this is our time, right? This is our time to just kind of chill and unwind and just, you know, just be here together, right? You know, be here in in this sisterhood, you know, being part of this tribe together. I mean, it's an awesome thing when we can come together, you know, and just kind of unload, right? Because who's better going to understand you? Sometimes my husband doesn't even understand me. Right. I have to call my best friend and, you know, sometimes I have to tell her things and stuff because, you know, she's going to understand me. She's not going to take it personal, you know, and in fact, she's going to be the one that's going to kind of like redirect me and say, hey, best friend, comadre, it's okay, It's okay." You know, or sometimes she's going to set it straight too. You know, she's going to tell me my truths when I need to hear it. And sometimes I don't want to hear it, but I know I need it. Right. And that's all of us, right? Sometimes we can go to our girlfriends rather than either our boyfriends, our husbands, our partners, whatever the case may be. Because I can tell you this my husband, he will try to comfort me, but it just doesn't work out the same way. Like, He says something to me and I receive the message in a completely different way, but have my best friend tell me the same thing in a different tone. And it's like, oh, it clicks. I got it. I know exactly what you're trying to say. Right. And why is that? I don't know. Maybe it just sounds better. Who knows? Maybe because I know I'm going to laugh about it with her. Who knows? But what I do know is that she has my back. She listens to me. You know, I can just say whatever I want to say in any kind of way or tone. I can get all excited. I call it passion. I don't say that I'm yelling. I'm saying I'm passionate about something and I'll just talk. Right. And she understands because then she'll get loud right along with me. My husband, he just freaks out. He's like, what the world is happening right now? (laughs) So. I say all this. Why? Well, it's that communication. It's just different, right? And so we have to understand that there are certain things that we can communicate to someone else that we can't always communicate to our spouses, significant others, partners, whatever the situation may be. And that there's nothing wrong with that. But we have to understand that it's going to happen, right? Well, today I wanted to get on here, not for long because it's Wednesday night and I know that you've all been working hard or you've got a lot of things going on. and So I just wanted to take some time here just to talk a little bit about boundaries, about setting boundaries for yourself boundaries to help protect you. And I remember when I first learned about the concept of boundaries was when I lived in Oklahoma City. And so that had to been around 2004, 2005. And I went to this thing called Celebrate Recovery, because as many of you know, I was married to someone who had a drug addiction that would lead into domestic violence. But during that time, because in my nature, I'm a person that wants to help, right? I want to be um, a solution-focused person for someone else, especially when they don't know or they don't see a solution, okay? Okay. And so I guess you could say a little bit of a fixer. I don't know, but it's more of solution orientation. However, there's a fine line with helping provide a solution. And when you think you're helping, you're actually hurting someone. And no, I don't mean physical hurt, but I mean... It's that enabling behavior. So if someone has a drug addiction, right, and they will want you, they can manipulate you. Let me just put it that way. They have a way to manipulate you in order to get the thing that they need. So in my case, you know, if I had the bank card or I had the money or whatever, you know, and he would ask me for some money and I would say, well, no, I cannot pay the bills or what have you, you know, he would do whatever to make me feel bad. And then in me feeling bad, I would say, okay, here's some money. And then next thing you know, he's going off and having one of his binges. Or when he would come home after days of being gone and how would have, um, you know, he would be on one of his binges and then he'd come back all strung out or whatever and then you know he would uh, detox for some days you know he wouldn't do anything for almost a week or so but in that process it almost looked like he was sick and that he was shaking I didn't know those were withdrawals because I was ignorant I was completely ignorant when it came to drug use and all that stuff so I thought he was really sick. And in reality, he was going through withdrawals. So I would pretty much nurse him back to health. And the result would be he would just go out. Once he started feeling better, he'd go out and do it all over again. And so I didn't quite understand because in my mind, I thought I was helping him. I thought I was being a good wife. I thought I was doing everything that I was supposed to do for him to help him so that our marriage can be better so that our relationship with our, you know, within our little family could be better. But the truth of the matter is that every time I helped him in quotations, air quotes, um, I was actually hurting the entire situation. And so a lot of times we don't ever want to see that we can be a contributing factor especially when we don't understand the role that we play in. So when I started going to celebrate recovery, I learned that I needed to create boundaries. And mind you, these boundaries, although they were put in place, it wasn't so much for him, it was for me for my feelings to protect me. And I had to learn how to say no to a lot of things and stand my ground. I had to literally visualize and name those limitations that I had. So in other words, if he came to me and said, I need money, I had to just be strong and say, no, You're not going to get any of the money that we have because we have bills to pay. We have this, we have that. And I would know that it was going to be a battle, but I had to learn some things in order to ease it or deescalate it or have him leave. I would actually tell him he needed to leave. I had to communicate those boundaries. I had to let him know, listen, you're not going to do this, this and this and this to me. I'm not going to tolerate it. And you've got to learn how to say no. And see, a lot of times, especially when you're someone like me who loves to help people, we have a hard time saying no. But if we don't learn how to say no, then the problem that's going to arise from that is that we're going to pile on way too much to the point where we're going to be exhausted. And when we're exhausted, especially if you are a mom or you are in a position where you're taking care of someone else and you're trying to help everybody, you're going to exhaust yourself. And exhaustion is going to lead to being, of course, tired. Your stress level is going to increase. If you're an emotional eater, it's only going to get worse. You're going to start feeling sick And it can lead to depression. You may even develop anxiety. And the list just goes on and on. Why? Because we're exhausting ourselves. Because we can't say no. And so we have to learn how to say no. We have to learn how to take time for ourselves. And just chill. Just relax. Which is why I focus a lot on dating yourself. And I've spoken about this in other episodes, you know, how you need to just take some time for you to do things for you, things that you love to do. And I'm not talking about getting your nails done, your hair done, because those are just a little bit of time, right? But I'm talking about really doing things that you enjoy doing. I don't know if that means going to a museum, going to the beach, taking yourself out to dinner, but just spending some alone time and just, you know, just Rest and relax and enjoy the moment. Okay. And then also creating emotional boundaries, things that you are not going to tolerate. One of the things that, you know, my ex husband used to do was, you know, he would curse a lot and he had this way. And, you know, he would, you know, like, let's say, for instance, he would try to call me or something. And I wouldn't answer the phone. And then when I finally did it, or he would leave voicemail messages rather. And he would be like, Hey, well, you don't know how to, you know, answer your effing phone or what, you know, what the heck are you doing? And of course it were all cuss words, right. But, you know, he would be yelling at me on this voicemail messages and I would get like, Oh my God, I'd get so scared. And then I'd hurry up and call him. And then I'd have to like, you know, I would be so nervous that he thought I was either lying or whatever. And that wasn't even the case. I was busy doing other things like taking care of the kids or bathing them or whatever. But if I didn't answer the phone when he needed me to answer that phone or whenever he called and I didn't answer, you know, he would get all out of sorts. So I had to learn that those were some of the things that I was not going to tolerate anymore. I wanted someone that was going to respect me. I'm going to respect you and I expect the same in return. The same thing goes for communication. If we're going to talk, we're going to talk, but we're not going to talk and then you're going to yell back at me or you're going to curse me out or you're going to whatever the case may be. No, I'm not going to tolerate that anymore or being ignored or being um, dismissed or whatever the case may be, whatever it is that will trigger you into a path of self-destruction. Those are the boundaries that you need to acknowledge and set for yourself and follow through. And that's the hard part. The hard part is not setting the boundaries. The hard part is the following through on the boundaries that you have set. And that is where your biggest challenge is going to be. And I say that because that was my biggest challenge. My biggest challenge was the follow through and standing up and putting my feet on the ground and saying, no, no, it's going to be this way or no, it's going to be that way. And that was hard. I had to learn that. And it took practice. So I don't expect you, if you're listening to any of this and and you're probably saying, yeah, that's me. Yep, I have the tendency to do that. You know, understand that it is a process. Start with a couple of things and then follow through. And when you get good at those two things, then add a few more. Okay. What do they say? It takes 21 days to develop a new habit. Well, give yourself some grace, you know, But focus on the things that hurt you, whether it be emotionally, physically, mentally, whatever it is. And those are the things that you want to be able to set boundaries on. Okay. So I encourage you ladies to take some time, love yourself. We just had Valentine's Day yesterday, right? And I hope y'all got to hear the message from last Saturday where. When I gave my life to Jesus, um, you know, and that's Valentine's for me. Like I said, y'all, it means just something completely different, right? Where I got stood up or myself and my children got stood up. But in the process, I found Jesus. So what the script, how the scripture says is, you know, what the enemy intended for evil, God turned for good. And that's exactly what happened. And so the same thing applies for you, for yourself, your emotions, for for you physically, right? Mentally, spiritually, you know, set those boundaries, set those boundaries and learn to follow through. And it's not going to be an easy process. And don't worry if it doesn't work out the first time, but continuously practice. I would say this too. Start with something simple, okay? Yeah, I say simple, but it can be hard, right? But let's say, for instance, you're, I don't know, let's just throw a financial goal out there, okay? You're trying to save money and you want to go on a trip and you make a budget, but you see that you go out to eat all the time, that you're spending money on. Starbucks or coffee or whatever, that you go to a restaurant, you're going to the movies, you're going here, you're going there and you're just spending, but yet you want to save money to go on this trip. Well, the boundary you're going to set is, you know what? I'm going to save this amount of money and put it to the side. And I'm going to allocate this amount of money for me And that's going to be the amount that I can use for either going out to eat, going out and having a cup of coffee. But when you spend that amount of money, and that's going to be your monthly budget. And if you spend that, then that means you can't tap into that money for the trip. And if you do, and then the cycle starts up again, what is going to be your consequence? What consequence are you going to give yourself? So let's say, for instance, one of mine, I'll give you as an example, was I used to be kind of short tempered because my emotions were out of whack. And so what would happen is I would be that way with my children. Meaning if they did something, I would just start yelling at them. And it wasn't even them I was angry with. It was the ex-husband and the situation, but I would unload it on my children, which was very unfair to do that. And so one of the boundaries that I set was to take some time, breathe, and then address the children. But if I did not follow through on that, then that means I was not going to be able to reward myself. And that could have been, you know, I don't know, going to the museum or taking some time off for myself or whatever. That means that I was going to have to give it back to the kids. So if I was going to do something for me, that means I had to include the kids because it wasn't fair to them that I was unloading on them. Okay. And so, but if I did succeed, let's say I went a whole week, right? And I didn't do that to the kids and I didn't unload on the kids and I didn't yell at the kids or whatever. And I was able to talk to them and communicate with them and stuff. Then I would follow through and go ahead and reward myself with something, maybe a cup of coffee, whatever the case may be. And then I kept doing that until it just became a norm, a normal thing, you know? And then I would find something else I needed to work on, right? Because in setting boundaries, two things are going to happen. One, you're protecting yourself and you're learning how to create a safe place for yourself. And number two, you're going to start changing as a person. You're going to become stronger, you're going to be tolerant for some things and intolerant for other things so the process means you're going to be changing right you're going to continuously change and you want that you want that change because you want to be a completely different person and over time you're going to realize that there are going to be things you're no longer going to put up with there are going to be things that you're no longer going to tolerate and so you're going to be able to learn how to set boundaries When someone new comes in the picture, but you're going to be so much stronger that when that other person comes in and they try to do something, you're already going to be like, look, I'm not, I'm not here fooling with you today. I'm not going to fool with you. If you can't talk to me or if you can't come at me in the right way, I don't need to speak. I don't need to speak with you. I'm not going to allow for someone to disrespect me. I'm going to give you respect and I'm not going to allow it. So you need to go. And you're not going to be afraid. You're you're going to be able to be so strong that you're just going to look at them in the face like, hey, I'm sorry, but I can't deal with this. This is not good for me. And you're crossing that boundary line with me. So when you feel like you can talk to me, then come back. Or when you feel you can treat me, um, not when you feel, when I can see that you're going to treat me with respect, then we can talk or then we can sit down or we can have a conversation, whatever the case may be. But you're going to develop that and you're going to realize that you've changed and that you're not going to tolerate certain things anymore. If you didn't like s- someone smoking, but yet you dismiss that red flag and that person that you're in a relationship is a smoker knowing that you don't like it well guess what you're going to learn how to say Nope. i yes you're a great person yes you're a wonderful person yes you're this and you're that but this one thing i just can't i can't i can't accept we can be friends or you know we can hang out you know at a no smoking zone but i personally and if they're not willing to not smoke around you then that's going to be up to you to decide and say hey um, I would love to hang out with you or whatever or I'd love to have you come over to my house but unfortunately I just can't do the whole smoke thing so whenever we can go to a place where there, it's no smoking or whatever then then we can you know hang out or whatever Okay. And that was just an example, a random example, but I'm just saying it goes along that lines. You're just no longer going to accept things that you don't want in your life. Okay. So like I said, I was going to make this short, but I just wanted to bring that to the table because you know, we need it. We need it. We need to have boundaries. We need to create them. We need to have them. Um, and it doesn't doesn't just apply in a relationship, but it also applies at work. You know how certain people are going to communicate with you, how certain people are going to treat you. You know, those boundaries have to be set, not just in your personal life, but it needs to be in your professional life. And it needs to be in other places as well. Right. Because we need those. Those are for us. Those are to protect ourselves. OK, so you need Mujeres. If you enjoyed this message or if you resonated with this message and you think someone else can benefit from it, share this. It doesn't cost a thing to share this message, right? Or to tell someone about Mommy on a Mission podcast. And if you're not yet following me, follow me on Facebook. Uh, Follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at Mommy on a Mission on Facebook or at Ola Mommy on a Mission on Instagram or go to my website at mommy mission.com Send me an email or send me a DM, whatever the case may be. But let me know how things are going. Let me know if these messages are benefiting you, if you're getting information, or if you're you know feeling motivated or encouraged or empowered. Let me know those things because I tell y'all. When I hear that you are benefiting from it, when I hear that you are applying some of the things that, you know, I, uh, the resources that I provide you and stuff, it makes me so happy because it lets me know that, Hey, there is value to what is being said. And so, so I just hope you ladies have a great night. I look forward to spending some more time with you this coming Saturday on the Mommy on a Mission podcast. Hasta luego.